Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for this afternoon, morning. We pray that you will bless us again by your spirit. You bless us in the early service. And we know you will bless us again today. Spirit of God, lead us, teach us, guide us, anoint us. Holy Spirit, we are relying on you, holy, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be in church this morning? Amen. I'm, I'm also glad to be here. And um, thank God that he's going to do something special in our midst. Hallelujah. Today is the first Sunday of the month. And we thank God that he has shown us another month. Allowed us to be alive. 1992 May, isn't it? God has given us another month, another year, another time to be blessed and to be in his presence. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Turn to somebody and say, are you ready for the word of God? Turn to somebody and ask him, are you ready for the word of God? What did he say? All right. Last week, what did we talk about? How many were around last week? You were here last week. Just about three people were here last week. How many were not here? Can I see your hand, please? All right. What did we talk about last week? Pardon? Spirit, why are you laughing? Spirit receptivity. Receptivity to the Spirit of God. And uh, we began to share about how the natural man receiveth not the things of the Holy Spirit. Amen. How many remember that? How many remember? Can I see your hand, please? Okay. So we began to talk about how natural this prevents you from receiving from the Spirit of God. I remember one time I... Somebody came to my office. That time my office was my room. And uh, this lady came to see me. Or I called her, I don't know. And she came out. She had a problem. And uh, when she came around and I was ministering the word of God, she was sitting there. I was sitting behind my desk. I had a desk in my room. My room was an office. And uh, she was sitting there. As I was talking to her, I realized that she was not receiving what I was saying. You understand what I was saying? I, I, I realized that she was not receiving. So I, I, I said, so I, I prayed for her, remember? And I asked her, do you believe what I've prayed? She looked at me and said, no. And I said, I knew, you see, I know that you are, not, you are not receptive. So I told her to go to another church. I mean, go somewhere where you can receive from whoever stands in the pulpit to minister. Amen. I said amen. I told her, go somewhere where you can be blessed. 
because you need to be receptive to whoever is ministering to you you need to be able to receive hallelujah uh, if, if your mind is on another thing you cannot receive as the spirit of god is ministering and the person is trying to minister to you you'll be out out completely you can't receive because you are not receptive you are you are thinking about certain things hallelujah and i'm glad i told the person that and i i think today the person is doing well hallelujah and the person is grateful to me that i i, I counseled her wisely now we have to be receptive and not only receptive to what the spirit of god is doing but through the people to whom god is ministering hallelujah i said hallelujah and we have to be receptive you see like I, I we showed you last week that there are many things that god may do he may he may use people that you are not expecting him to use amen in fact the first time that i really saw a preacher that i'll call a preacher you know there are some preachers who are not preachers they are just educated uh, people with uh, papers certificates but at the first time i saw a preacher with a call of god on his life he could not speak english well he he, he, he could not speak. the plural of eyes what's the plural i what's the plural of i huh isis the first he said he said i when he said open your eyes shall we pray and open your eyes open your eyes but the man was anointed my god he was anointed with the holy ghost and with power hallelujah so at least i speak if i had used my natural mind i would have rejected the ministration of the holy spirit okay just begin to pray i want you to pray in the holy ghost for a short while just pray just pray in the spirit right now just want us to pray just pray pray in the holy ghost pray in the holy ghost pray in the holy ghost in jesus name Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way. Pray, pray, pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Holy Spirit, thank you. Have your way. Bless your people. Have your way, 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 have your way. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty Holy Spirit, have your way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Turn your Bible to First Corinthians chapter two. Have you found first Corinthians chapter 2? Alright. First Corinthians. Is everybody in here? Everybody around? Alright. First Corinthians chapter 2. Now let's read from verse 9. It says, But as it is written, I have not seen, nor yet heard, neither have entered into the heart of the of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by Jesus. For, the, for Jesus searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Look at it carefully. For God has revealed it unto us by Jesus. By who? His Spirit. Alright. 
For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the Spirit of man? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given unto us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Hallelujah. But the natural man, everybody say the natural man. Ask somebody, are you natural? My brother, are you a natural man? Well, what did he say? Huh? Are you natural? Are you ordinary? Are you natural? He didn't say the devilish man or the demonic man. The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. Okay, let's read on. For, the, for they are what? They are what? Foolishness unto him. Foolishness. I, imagine that. A, and it's very true. What, what, what is that? What is that? In the natural, it is foolishness. It's, it's, it's nonsense. Amen. And, and I want to, you see, because now God is going to do certain things. Which maybe we haven't seen before. A lady was preaching one time somewhere. And as she was preaching, she just lifted up her hand. All right. And as she lifted up her hand, her hand stayed there. She just stayed in that position for hours. And I think it was, I think about three days or so. She just stayed there like that. People came all over to just come and see. She was preaching. And then that was the spirit of God was upon her. Her hands up like that in that position. Then suddenly the thing lifted. Then she came back and she continued preaching. She thought that she was still where she was three days ago or whenever it was that she went into the spirit like that. And then suddenly, you know, she, she continued. Someone said, what is that? It's a sign. It's a wonder. It's a, the things of the spirit. It's not, you can't receive your natural man. You say, oh, what is this? Their gymnastics or whatever. She was in the spirit. And nobody can hold this. And even when we are praying, they lift up your hand and you see people are putting down their hands. It's not natural. You have to be able to, uh, power of God, to be able to lift up your hands like that for some time. Praise the Lord. Things are going to happen in the house of God. Amen. People fall under the power of God. People ask, what is it? What is that thing when they lay hands on you or even they don't lay hands on you and then you just, they just fall. What, what are they doing? What is it about? Can't you just stand there? Why do they fall? Why are all these things happening? These are things of the Spirit of God. In fact, quite frankly, a lot of things I don't understand. I don't want to understand. Do you want to understand? Why do you have to understand? Do you understand how the telephone works? Do you understand how TV works? Do you understand how video works? Do you understand how this microphone is working? Do you understand it? But you are using it. You don't have to understand everything. I don't try to understand a lot of things of God. Amen. And that is why we have those songs, by and by, by and by. Is that how the song goes? By and by, when the money. No. No, there's another one. By and by, when the money comes. Of God I gathered home. We'll tell the story how we overcome. We will understand it better by and by. That's why we composed that song. 
because we will understand certain things later on and all that we have to do now is to use them and today I'm going to talk about something about what I call the role the present day role of the Holy Ghost the, the primary you see I want you to understand listen carefully look at me please don't write it down don't do anything yet God is made out of three parts how many know that God the Father God the Son and God the Holy Ghost now every time you see God I don't know maybe I believe that God is really in these three parts because that's what the Bible teaches now if we want to really benefit from God you see God the Father has his role God the Son too has his role and God the Holy Ghost also has his role now many times we try to let the Holy Ghost role be taken up by Jesus that is why I'm, I'm saying here that Jesus will reveal unto you all those things it's not true it's the Spirit who will reveal these things to you you see they are one at the same time they are three amen and you know why I'm talking about the Holy Ghost because as we talk about him, as we preach about him, he's going to manifest himself. There will be faith in the congregation for the Holy Ghost, for the things of the Spirit to happen. I tell you, and it will begin to happen. I'm just preaching about him. I, I just want to keep talking so that you will be conscious of him. Too often he's, he's relegated to the background. We don't think about him. We don't talk about, we talk about Jesus. We talk about God the Father. But the Holy Ghost, whom Jesus said, I'm going to the Father, so that the comforter can come, he mom has been relegated somewhere in our lives. And that is why I'm talking about him. We talk about the reign of the Holy Spirit. We talk about the rivers of the Holy Ghost. Now we talk about spirit receptivity. Today we are talking about the role of the Holy Ghost, comparing it with, with what God the Father is doing and with what God the Son is doing. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Say amen, everybody. I'm going to preach for a very short while today. We are having communion. And our first and best offering and so on. So we are not going to be here for very long. But for the short time that we are here, I want you to really benefit. Amen. Now turn your Bible to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 13. Alright, have you found 2 Corinthians chapter 13? Say yes. Everybody say yes. Alright, 2 Corinthians chapter 13. Everybody find it. Now, let's all stand to our feet and read it. We're going to read verse 11, verse 12, and then verse 13, and finally verse 14, which is really where we want to be. Okay? Now, let's take verse 11. Ready, go. Finally, brethren farewell be perfect be of good comfort be of one mind live in peace and the god of love and peace shall be with you greet one another with an holy kiss all the saints salute you the grace of the lord jesus christ and the love of god and the communion of the holy ghost be with you all amen let's read verse 13 14 again the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. You may be seated. Now, this verse has divided the role 
of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost into three distinctive parts. Say amen. Say amen. God has divided here in the Bible for us the role of Jesus, the role of the Father, and the role of the Holy Ghost. Everybody should yawn. Get up and go outside. I don't want to see anybody yawning in front of me. Please. Alright, verse 14. Says, and the grace. Now let's see, what, what are we supposed to concentrate on to receive from Jesus? Number one, it says, the grace. Everybody say the grace. You see, Jesus is going to minister to us his grace. This is what we are supposed to expect from Jesus today. His grace. Alright, his favor. And his blessing. Amen. Now we are going to receive from God what he says, and the love of God. You see, so from God the Father, we are going to get love. You see, Bible said nothing can separate us from the love of God. You see, so we are seeing something. He said, the grace of, of, of his son Jesus, number one. The second thing is the love that is coming from God or God the Father. That, that is what we must, we must concentrate on. Many times you go to churches, they are preaching condemnation. You will die. You will this. This will happen to you. You are sinning. This and that and that and so on. We also talk about sin. We warn you and so on. But that is not the main thing. We talk about the love of God, the mercy of God. That God will, you see, even I talk on Tuesday. And I want to encourage all of you to come to church on Tuesday. Amen. Tell to someone, do you do, by the way, are you the type who doesn't come on Tuesdays? What did he say? No? Okay. On, on Tuesday, we began to talk about Acts. And say, your Acts. And you realize that the book of Acts is not a record of the sins of the apostles. It's a record of what they did for Jesus. Hallelujah. It's a record of their activities. It's a record of their deeds, of their mighty wonders that they did on the name, on behalf of the name of Jesus Christ. Not a record of, that they fornicated. This man, and I'm sure, I tell you, every church, there are people who there are people who come to church who are fornicating all the time, committing adultery, doing things, and you are here all the time. I know it. There are people who, I don't know how they are able to stay. God will deal with you yourself. This is a public place. Anybody can, even madman can come in here. So we allow anybody to come in here. There's no ban on anybody. You can feel free and come in here. Every church, Corinth, everywhere, they had problems. They had issues. But God wrote to them, and, he, and, and when God was recording, he wrote out the, the things that they had done for Jesus. The acts. Hallelujah. And we read, when Jesus was alive, they wrote out all that he did. And I want to tell you that your acts too are going to be written down. If you think that it's only uh, Apostle Peter and Co. whose things were written down, you are making a big mistake. Your own are also being written down. One day they are going to be open. Bible says, and the books were opened. And they were judged out of the books. Clap your hands for Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, the Bible says that the grace of the son Jesus Christ and then the love coming from God now what comes from the Holy Ghost what comes from the Holy Ghost communion now now communion is a word for koinonia which means well, that's what we say when, when we share the grace in this church we say the communion fellowship contribution and participation that is actually the meaning of it and it means communion as well contribution participation now god has sent somebody hallelujah 
who is going to come and commune with us. Now, some time ago, I used to wonder, can I pray to the Holy Ghost? How many would say, can, can we pray to the Holy Ghost? Let me ask you, can you pray to the Holy Ghost? How many say yes? How many say no? Oh, lift up your hand. We are voting this referendum time. <laughs> you have to exercise your power as a member of the church. <laughs> referendum time. How many believe we can pray to the Holy Ghost? Okay, how many will not vote? Okay. Now, I want you to understand something. You see, we have always had in our minds that when we are praying, we must pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. Isn't that it? And that is why we have a problem with this. There's a certain church whose name begins with a C. They are always praying to Mary. How many know that head of, head of that church? We are not mentioned. Have we mentioned the name? Have we mentioned the name? We haven't mentioned anybody's name. So don't, don't come and write letters to us. Hallelujah. All right. Now turn your Bible to... Okay, let's read verse 14 again before you, you close your, turn your Bible. Let's read it, everybody. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, number one. Number two, and the love of God, hallelujah. Number three, and the communion of the Holy Ghost. Be where? With you all. So there are three, but they are one. And each has its role. Like my wife and I, we are one. But you see, my wife is a very warm and gentle person. So sometimes you find out that people may come to our house and they may end up chatting a lot with her. And I may, I may be somewhere else, maybe I'm praying or something, but my wife will be chatting with people. She has a lot to talk about and to chat and to entertain the people. So fine. So that is her role. Even though we are one, her role is there and I like it. Do you understand? My, my role is there when it comes to certain things and I step in. And I'm around. Do you understand? And, and that is how it is. God is there. He's God in all. But when it comes to different, when it comes to communion, Chesel, when it comes to time to talk to you, and you to talk, what is communion? You talk to me, I talk to you. Fellowship, I talk to you, you talk to me. We share. When it comes to that, it's not God the Father who is going to do that with you. It's not Jesus who is going to do that with you. It is the Holy Ghost who is going to commune with you. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. Now, I want us to ask ourselves a question. Can we pray to the Holy Ghost? Huh? But what did Jesus say? You say yes, but let me show you. Turn your Bible, John chapter 16. We are going to end very soon, but we must see a few things. Can we pray to the Holy Ghost? Huh? No and yes. It seems like the referendum anointing is moving into the churches. <laughs> Alright. Now, look, oh, you see, this is something that Jesus is very much concerned about. Verse 23, John chapter 16. Okay, he says, uh, alright, let's, maybe let's read verse 22. And ye now therefore have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice. And your joy no man taketh from you. Verse 23. And in that day. Huh? What day is that? Huh? Today. That day is today. It's now. That day is this day. Now. The now day. Hallelujah. It says, and in that day 
Ye shall ask me, Jesus, nothing. He's saying that we won't ask Jesus for anything. But what will we do? But whatsoever ye shall ask the Father, verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. Now this is, you see, this is Jesus telling us how to pray. He's telling us, ask the Father in my name. He didn't say, pray to the Holy Ghost, pray to Jesus, and so on. So because of that, we have never really talked to the Holy Ghost. But in the verse that I showed you earlier, it says that there is something that must be with every believer. Say something, there's something that must be with me. And that is the communion. Say the communion of the Holy Ghost. Of the Holy Ghost. I tell you something. Apart from your prayer time to the Father, you see, when we come into prayer, we say, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we come and we bind. Father, we ask. Father, we say, supply our need. Father, do this. Open doors. Break through for us. Oh, Lord, send your rain. Do this. Give the increase. Father, 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 Father. That is fine in the name of Jesus. But you see, God sent his, his, his spirit himself to come and to walk with us so that we will commune with him. We will talk to him and he will talk back to us. So that apart from even what we call official prayer, you understand what I'm saying, Brother, Brother Echo? We understand apart from official prayer, there is a time that you, all right, must commune with the Holy Spirit. And if you don't commune with him, he will not commune with you. It's as simple as that. If you just pray to the Father, he will also be there. I'm, I'm bringing your attention to the Holy Ghost as never before in your life. I'm bringing your attention to realize there is somebody called the Holy Spirit. He's a person. He's not an experience. You see, sometimes we, take, we, we uh, treat the Holy Spirit like radiation. We treat the Holy Ghost like some kind of heat or some radiation or some vibration. The Holy Ghost is not, I mean, the Holy Ghost is not a vibration. He's more than a vibration. The Holy Ghost is not a, a it's not radiation. He's not a, a sensation. He's a human, he's not a human being. He's a person. Hallelujah. Whom you can commune with. I, I commune with my wife. I, I sit down with my wife and I just talk to her. I'm not praying to her. But I'm talking with her. And she talks back to me. I chat with her all the time. I, she's my best friend. She's my closest friend in the world. <laughs> yes. And I commune with her. I talk to her about everything. And she talks back to me. And she gives me her contribution and her ideas to whatever I am doing and whatever I am saying. And that is exactly, you see... I'll tell you, me, I've never prayed, I've never prayed to the Holy Ghost, but now I start, I've started talking, of late, I just started talking and then it struck me, God showed me that, listen, he said the communion, he said you will commune with somebody, and that is the Holy Ghost, you can talk to him, and he can talk back to you. 
And I've, I've begun to realize that now, look, my prayer is not just to the Father which is in heaven, but it is to the Holy Ghost. My communion is with the Holy Ghost. And Jesus also didn't say we shouldn't talk to him. You see, the fact that he said we should pray to the Father in his name doesn't mean that we shouldn't talk to him. He didn't say don't talk to me. He said, when you are praying, pray to the Father in my name. But we can also talk to Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. I'm bringing your attention to somebody who walks with you. Who talks with you. Who is inside you. Who is with you. Who is on your side. And you can commune with him. He can contribute to your life. How many would like the contribution of the Holy Spirit in your life? Hallelujah. You know, you guys who are in, at home from school, remind me in 1983 on the 7th of May, uh, the universities were closed down. All the three universities. And I was in university then. And, uh, but before then, you see, I'd been communing with... At that time, I didn't know what, I'm, what I know now, but unconsciously, without knowing it, I was communing with him. Amen. Now, when I was communing with the Holy Ghost, one time, now we have to ask ourselves, how does he talk to us? How does he speak with us? I went to the Legon Gardens and I was praying and I used to go there a lot. I used to fast. I used to pray. Anytime I go there, I fast. Then it was, I was, I was wondering, the Spirit of God was just laying something on my heart, laying certain things on my heart. Then one day, I was in my room at home and I was praying and I was kneeling down on my, I was kneeling down on the floor and I was on a bed but I was kneeling down on the floor and that was even before I, I went I went into first year just before just a few days before I heard a voice clearly telling me you know very clearly and that was the Holy Ghost speaking he said to me go somewhere okay he said to me go to England I heard it very clear like I hear I mean, like, I'd hear your voice. I just heard a voice like that. Said, Good. And I was praying. So I said, well, this is the Holy Ghost. I, I never heard it before. I never heard anything like that in my whole life before. And I heard the Holy Ghost say, because the Holy Ghost is real. And I asked myself, what is happening? What is this? And, when, and I said, does it mean I'll not go to school in Ghana? You know, I'll go abroad. What was happening? And then as I used to go to the gardens and I used to pray, the Spirit of God was speaking to my heart every time i go there and i pray even though i was in school i was second i was in mb2 it was just dawning on me more and more and more and more that i must be somewhere in england and i didn't know what am i going to do there what am i i don't like england ask me i don't like abroad i like ghana you know quite frankly i tell you i can go abroad this evening if i want but i don't like it and you can go and ask all our brothers and sisters who are cleaning floors and gutters and toilets in Germany and England and so on. Pray for them that they will come back and come and, 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 and build Ghana. Hallelujah. This is not politics. It's truth. Hallelujah. And as I would go, the Spirit of God said, go to England. Go to, and I said, what is this? I don't, I, what am I going to do there? So, we were there. Then 7th of May, we had an aluta. Thank you. We had an aluta. 7th May, I remember clearly. And when the Aluta came, the universities were closed down. And just at the, after about... I 
you have bought a ticket, this and that, you have traveled within three days, say the university has been opened. But I knew that the Holy Ghost had been speaking to me. Go, 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 go. And when the door opened like that, I just said, no, nah, this is, I'm going. And I, you see, and I tell you that it was, the school was closed for one year. And nobody knew. I mean, Rollins and Cole didn't tell us they were going to close. It has not happened before. Do you understand? That's when Carlos Diwa and all those people came around to do a coup and then they announced that the university had been immediately reopened. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> people were rejoicing. And then they came back and closed it again about one hour later. <laughs> oh, Ghana. Thank God for Ghana. Hallelujah. We are making it. Amen. Passing through referendum, elections, we'll make it. But you see, the Holy Ghost had spoken to me. Amen. He had, he had told me something. So my life, look, I tell you, that 10 months, many people wasted their lives. People even could have done national service. It was one year the university was closed. I should have finished school a year than, earlier, earlier than when I finished. The school was closed down. And our lives could have been wasted. And things that happened to me when I traveled and the things that I went through and the things that happened... They have, they have affected my life forever and I've also affected some life forever. Amen. And God knew. God knew. God spoke to me. Hallelujah. Turn your Bible to Romans chapter 8. The last verse. I want to show you how the Holy Spirit speaks to you. Now, now sorry, before you turn to Romans 8, please come back to John chapter 14. Come back to John chapter 14 quickly before we, we, we move there. We are John 16 now, John 14. There's a verse there that I want to show you. Alright? Now, John chapter 14, verse 26. We are talking about the communion of the Holy Ghost. Are you being blessed today? It says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your where? To your where? To your where? Shout it out. Remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Now, what is the Holy Ghost going to do? Here it says that He will bring what? All things. Everybody say all things. To your where? To your belly, to your heart, to your hands, to your what is your remembrance? What is your what is your remembrance? To your mind, God is the Holy Ghost is going to bring certain things to your mind. Somebody said, "How does God speak to you?" You see, sometimes we, we want to behave so mystical, but there's no mystery about the Holy Ghost. Certain thoughts occur to you; it is the Holy Ghost who has put that thought in your mind. You come and you sit in the church and the thought occurs to you that this place is for me. This is where I must be. The Holy Ghost put that thought in your mind. Hallelujah. You see a sister and say, this is the person for me. Or this is the one that you must marry. And that thought can come from the Holy Ghost. It can also come from the devil. Or it can come from your flesh. You see, and there's so many mysteries. Someone said, God spoke to me. God said, I should come and see you. You are just that a thought occurs okay, to you that do this and leave your job. Marry. Marry now. 
do this, do that. And certain thoughts occur to you. Now let me tell you something. You see, these type of things begin to happen as you mature in the Holy Spirit. But when you are an immature Christian or when you are a baby Christian, God doesn't often speak to you in your mind. Because you mix up everything with your flesh, with the devil and all the things that you brought from the world. God will begin to speak to you through the Bible and the word of God. And he will make you know the word of God. Remember the word of God and memorize it. And as you go on and as you develop, as you become more and more mature, then the spirit eh, will begin to bring things to your mind. And he'll begin to tell you, do this now, do this now, do this, don't do this, do this. And the spirit of God will begin to speak to you like that. It's not madness, it's the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Are you being blessed this morning? The Spirit of God brings you. Some people say, how does God speak to you? He speaks to your mind, please. Thoughts come to your mind. God says that you cannot, don't stay in this house anymore. And you see, let me tell you, we need it. We need it in our lives. We need it so badly. Sometimes you meet somebody and, and the Holy Spirit tells you that this person stay away from. You know, certain things come, and you see, when we don't listen to the communion of the Holy Ghost, when the things begin to happen, who do we blame? Everybody here has had, how many have had bad experience before that you could have avoided? How many have had a bad experience that you could have avoided? You're going to write an exam, and somebody, somebody tells you that, learn this. Oh, it has happened to me several times. Learn this. And I will say with my mind that I have an order. I'm going to learn chapter 1. Chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4, and chapter 5 before I sleep. And the exam is tomorrow morning. And the Holy Ghost said, learn chapter 4, uh, uh, 4A or 4B. And I'll say, well, I have my plan. Chapter 1, everything in order. And I'll start reading chapter 1 and I'll sleep. And the next morning I'll go. Chapter 4A, the whole thing is dead. Amen. And you see, the Holy Ghost, and you can't blame anybody because the Holy Ghost was trying to minister to you. Amen. That's so telling thoughts come to your mind. Go and see your pastor about it. So telling thoughts come to your mind that you have to leave this job. And you begin to have that impression. God said do this or do that. And you know that God is speaking to you. We need it. As you walk on the road, commune with him. And he will commune with you. When you pray, speak to him. Say, Holy Ghost, should I stop praying now? I talk to the Holy Ghost. What, what, what should I do now? What I? And as you get more and more mature, I tell you, you will begin to hear clearly and know when is the Holy Spirit who speaks. You will know it. How, how will you know it? Say, Pastor, explain to us how we will know that thoughts of the Holy Spirit, you know, differentiating from other thoughts that will come to our mind. I'll tell you exactly how you can do that. You want me to tell you? Okay, Pastor, please tell us. I'll tell you now. When the telephone rings, listen carefully, when the telephone rings, or I ring the telephone, and my wife picks up the telephone and she says, hello, and I say, hello, she doesn't have to say, this is Mrs. Reverend Heward Mills. I immediately know that it is my wife. I ask me, Pastor, how do you know that it's your wife? I know her, her voice. Pastor, how can you be sure that it's a voice? I have been hearing a voice again and again and again, and I've, I've found out for sure, uh, for experience, I'm sure that this is her voice. It's not Julie's voice, or Rosina's voice, or, 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 or Amma's voice, or Elaine's voice. I know her voice. Shout hallelujah. I tell you, as you get more and more experience. When I met my wife at first, I didn't know her voice. 
Is that a very soft person? we have been communing. Are you understanding what I'm saying this morning? Because we've been communing. I want to tell you that you can begin to commune with the Holy You see, if you are a baby Christian, you don't pray, you don't read your Bible. Forget that what I'm saying is not for you. I'm serious. What I'm saying, it doesn't apply to you. You must read your Bible, number one, and you must pray. And as you go on, and as you go on in the Word of God, you will bring certain, certain things to your mind, to your Hallelujah. Turn your Bible to Romans chapter 8 quickly, and then we close. I'm going to teach it. Don't worry, my brother. I'm going to teach it. I don't care what the devil says. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit says I should teach it. Hey, I should teach about him. Amen. Ah, the Holy Ghost speak to you. He spoke to my mind. He brought it to my remembrance. I said, teach them. Don't stop. Teach them about me. I'm going to manifest myself in your midst. Amen. Alright, Romans chapter 8, verse 14. It says, For as many as are led by circumstances, they are the sons of God. Read it carefully. As many as are led by circumstances, Romans 8, 14, they are the sons of God. Alright, as, for as many as are led by good ideas, they are the sons of God. For as many as are led by mothers and fathers-in-law, for as many as are led by pastors, some people want to hear from the pastor. Like, pastor, you have a word for me. Pastor, I, 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 I'm traveling. What, what, what is the spirit saying, my friend? I am not a pray for me prophet. This is not a pray for me church. You see, that's why I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you to be independent. I'm teaching you to be strong on your own. I'm teaching you to know the Holy Ghost personally by yourself. I'm teaching you to rise up and be. I want you to be a minister. I want you to be a mighty man of God. Say amen, somebody. Say amen, somebody. Say amen, somebody. I'm teaching you how to commute. Alright, as many as are led by logical ideas. As many as are led by the who? The who? Alright, let's take it. As many as are led by their minds. They are the sons of God. As many as are led by the feeling. Pastor, I don't feel like coming to church this Sunday, but I feel like I sleeping like because I'm very tired. Pastor, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like I don't feel like I don't feel like I don't feel like will take you to hell. I don't feel like it. Feelings, if you follow feeling, if we follow feelings, we wouldn't be here. There are many times I don't feel like coming to church to preach even. I don't follow my feelings. There are times that I've ministered under the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, very powerful. That's the day that I didn't feel like coming to stand in the pulpit at all. I don't walk by feelings. If I walk by feelings, you can ask my wife. I will not be here. Nobody, if you operate by feelings, you are soon going to die. Amen. The Bible says that the canal eh, can to be carnally minded is dead. You think I was just saying that if you are uh, uh, listening to your feelings, you will soon die. It's true. If you listen to your feelings, you will soon die. Because the Bible says to be carnally minded or fleshly minded or feeling minded is death. It will kill you. It will kill your spiritual life. It will kill your growth. There are too many people who operate by just feelings. How can you, how can you be a Christian and live by feelings? 
Why do you think do we live by feelings? We don't live by feelings. Some people, we come to church, you want to have a particular feeling during the worship time or during the word or something. Before you can feel that God has, you have made a mistake. Yes, we, are not, we are not coming to work up a feeling over here. We are not trying to work out a feeling. No, if you feel or you don't feel, God is here. If you feel or you don't feel, God is here. If you can, some people when they pray and they haven't cried, my wife used to be like that. If she prays, she cries. If she doesn't cry, it's not prayer. She will cry and the pillow will be wet. I mean, soaked like waterfall has fallen on it. I said, hey, you have never prayed and cried before. Oh. Pastor, don't talk about your wife. I'll talk about her. Whose wife should I talk about? Whose wife should I talk about? I talk about somebody's wife. The husband will come and beat me after church. <laughs> Sometimes we, we just want a particular feeling, a particular sensation. You can't have that sensation all the time. It's nice to have the feeling. The feeling makes you feel good, but you can't have it all the time. Are you, are you benefiting from what I'm saying today? Alright, now let's be as many as are led by the who? The Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Number 16, the spirit itself, alright, should have been himself, but itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Now what the Bible is saying here is that the spirit itself, he's talking to your, your spirit of bearing witness to or with your spirit that is inside you that about what about that you should go to america or that you should go to england no about the fact that you are a child of god and i'll, I'll ask you how many here are born again and you know that you are born again you, i want please lift up your hand if you are born again i want to say fine put down your hand how many are very sure i want to how many are very sure that you are born again i want you to lift up your hand Hey, are there some hands being stained up? Listen, alright, now put that hand. Now, how many are very, very, very sure that you are born again? You are absolutely sure. <laughs> okay, put down your hand. Now, how many are absolutely, conclusively, definitely, positively, very, very, what? Very, very, very sure. I mean, you are positive that you are born again. You are born when you die, lift up your hand. Okay. Now why? How, why are you sure? Huh? Why are you sure? I want somebody to tell me, why are you sure? Mama, why are you sure? Why are you sure? You? You have what? Hey. Why, why are you sure? Why are you sure? Why are you sure? Some kind of conviction. Everybody say conviction. Oh my God, let's go. Why are you sure? Because you have the spirit. Why are you sure? You, you do his will. You do his will. Yeah, that's why you are sure. You are quite sure. Because you are doing his will. You don't smoke. You don't drink. You don't smuggle cocaine. I don't go smuggle. You don't. You don't smuggle goods. Diamonds. That is why you are sure. Is that why you are sure? 
Is that why you are sure? You are proving it. How are you proving it? You are improving it each day. So if you don't improve, you are not sure. Eh? So if you have an it, you are going down. If you start backsliding. If you start backsliding. You are not backsliding. Now, maybe you don't understand what I'm saying. But the point I'm trying to make is that you are not sure because you are you a cocaine smuggler? Is that why you are sure? That's not why you are sure. Do you do any bad things? Do any bad things during the day? Are you okay? Are you a good person? Is that why you are going to heaven when you die? Because you are good. Hey, so what about if you do a bad thing this afternoon? You will go to heaven. Listen to me, dear friend. You are sure because eh, you know. Not because you are doing anything good or you are doing anything bad. Just because you are sure. sure because you have a sure assurance in your heart. You just know. That's why I asked you whether you are positively, absolutely sure and you all raise your hands and that is something that we don't fight about if someone says i go to heaven you don't think of oh, I'm heaven. when i die i go to heaven if you die this afternoon you go to heaven you go and be with the lord we don't think twice about it why because that is something that is a topic that the holy spirit is talking to your spirit about every day that was in the spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of god now when it comes to other areas of your life should i marry willie should I marry Olivia? Should I marry Bernard? You have to get to a point where you are as sure as you are sure about your salvation, about those things. That will make you know that indeed it's the Holy Ghost who is assuring you in your heart because the Spirit will be speaking to you and assuring you constantly about that thing. But when you don't have that ease, you understand, when you don't have that confidence anymore, or even you, you just have some unsurety about whatever project it is that you are going to do. That is a warning red light to you. That the Spirit of God is not, is not witnessing to your spirit. He's just witnessing to your spirit about that issue. I, I ask me, am I called to the ministry? Me. Am I, before our church was as large as it is now, I knew that I was called. I didn't have to have any sign. I know that I'm called to the ministry. You don't get called by signs and wonders. You get called by the same way God speaks to everybody. Hallelujah. I mean, I knew that I was going to marry my wife. I didn't have any voice. I just knew the Spirit of God spoke to me. But when you when you have a red light in your heart, eh? you know, how many understand what I'm talking about when I say a red light? How many don't understand? Okay, some don't understand. When you have an uneasiness, how many understand uneasiness? When, when you are not sure in your spirit, all these things I'm saying, it applies to you if you are mature. If you are not mature, what you must do is you must read the Bible and pray every day. We are also reading the Bible and praying every day. But this one, it comes as you grow in the Lord. Some people, they don't read their Bible. They don't pray. They say the Lord has spoken to them. The Lord hasn't spoken to you at all. Hallelujah. We are talking about the communion of the Holy Ghost. For God to minister to you, you have to be sure. Many times we embark on projects. I have seen people who are suffering today because of wrong decisions that they took. People that regret for the rest of their life because of a decision. Look, not every 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 uh, uh, money that is offered you is a good thing. Amen. Not all that glitters is gold. I mean, there are other things that glitter apart from gold. Not somebody offered uh, 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 somebody a million pounds for something. Is it not every million is a good million? 
Hallelujah. was saying that when he built his church, they said that they were going to break down the church. They put they brought it in the newspaper. A miracle center to be broken down. Six months after they had finished the building, they, they brought in the paper, miracle center to be broken down. Why? They were going to make a runway to pass through there. To pass through the, the church. For an airport to pass through the church. Thank God there's no airport near Uber Cinema. And he, he went to challenge them and he warned them. He warned them, see, seriously. Not to try. Hallelujah. And and he went to pray about it. And when he prayed, when they came to beg him and said that they want to break the thing down, they'll give him one million pounds so that they can break it down. He built it. He prayed and said, God said, no, his glory is in that particular place. Hallelujah. Not every million is a good million. And they left him. And they went and broke another house, some other people's houses down. Amen. I said, amen. Listen. Let us learn to follow the Holy Spirit. That is the only way. How many want to succeed in this life? He, that is why he's there. It's not that you see every time we are thinking about our sins. Why are you thinking about your sins? The sin, that sin that you are doing, you will stop one day. If you don't stop today. But I mean, you stop. These sins are not things that you must concern yourself about. You must concern yourself about doing God's will and doing God's work. Concern yourself with the Holy Ghost. When you have your mind fixed on good things, good things happen to you. But if every day you are thinking about negative things, you are thinking about bad things, you are thinking about demons, you are thinking about falling, thinking about sinning, you will always go backwards. Think about the things that God is doing. Think about the Holy Ghost. Fill yourself with the Holy Ghost. Begin to walk with the Holy Ghost. Just lift up your right hand and say, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, commune with me fellowship with me. I will fellowship with you. I will speak to you and you will speak to me. Just begin to speak to the Holy Ghost right now. Begin to speak. Begin to speak out in the spirit. Begin to speak to him. Talk to God. Tell them. You are now not speaking to the you are not speaking to the Father. You are speaking to the Holy Ghost himself. God is going to bless you. He's going to lead you on. Thank you Jesus. How you can know what you must do. How you can know what you must do. How you can know what you must do. Oh, God doesn't want you to go and, and say, had I known, if only I had known, had I known, had I known, had I known. No, 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 in Jesus' name. You must, you must know now. God can let you know now. If you commune with the Holy Ghost, because he's there to commune with you, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Rise to your feet right now. Rise to your feet and just continue to pray the Holy Ghost. Pala bashaka bandara la babashende le bebende. Mandele besiku, parandele beshini, parandele beshini. Vendere mesu paradiste, karale besto morala babande. Blessed Jesus, 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 blessed Jesus. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, your communion, communion with you. We are going to commune with you. We are going to walk with you, talk with you, share with you, follow with you, do what you say. Holy Spirit, we're going to commune with you. We are going to commune with you. We are going to commune with you. I just sense, I just sense there's, there's somebody here you took a, a mistake. You took, you, you took a step and it has changed your whole life, the whole course of your life. 
into a negative way. God says that He wants to turn your life around. You see, because God doesn't know only how to take you to the right place, but He knows how to take you out of trouble and bring you to a better place. Say Amen. God doesn't only know how to take you to a good place, but even when you get to the wrong place by your own wrongdoing, He can take you out of there. He knows the way out. You are here like that. I want you to come forward. I want to pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Just begin to pray. Everybody else, just pray in the Holy Ghost. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. I want to pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Spirit of God. Holy Spirit, I need As you come, you know that you are deciding that you are going to follow the Holy Spirit. Not that you are going to do your own thing and follow your own ideas. Thank you, Jesus. Oh yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. God knows how to take you out. He knows how to whatever situation you are in today. I know the Holy Ghost. He will take you from that place. And he will show you the way out of the problem. And out into his presence. In the name of Jesus. I pray. Oh, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Yes, Holy Spirit. Just lead this one out. Lead him, lead him, lead him, lead him. Lead him into your will. Lead him into your will. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Spirit of Jesus. Oh, Holy Spirit. Just pray right now to the Holy Ghost. Don't look at me. Pray. 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 Pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Andala Oh, yes. I want you at the back to stretch your hands toward these people that are here and believe God for them. That God will lead them out into the blessed hope into his will for their lives. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Father, we break the case. We say, lead them on. Lead them on. Lead them on. Mando, Saga Babara, Namamana, Baralama, Baranana, Namamana. Mendolo, Marababa Shandere, Mamondo, Somorodan. Mendolo, Lobabashina, Babarana, Mamande. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh Jesus, Mandolo Saparamanda, Mandolo
God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.